Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Straight out Cincy. Home of the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, guys, if you found this show on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I am up to 575 subscribers. That is awesome. Let's keep it rolling. Try to get to 600 as fast as we can. All right, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. Well, had kind of a, a bad weekend as far as uh, Bengals fans go. They had the passing away of one of the Bengals greats in uh, Ken Riley, who should be, in my opinion, in the Hall of Fame. He played 15 seasons, recorded a total of 65 interceptions, which is fifth all-time in NFL history. Fifth. Rod Woodson is number one. He's probably getting in the Hall of Fame. Ken Riley's fifth. It's pretty good. He had 18 fumble recovers, recoveries, 96 fumbles return yardage, 96 yards in fumble return yardage, and an INT return for a touchdown. All are Bengals records. All of them. Now, for younger Bengals fans, he retired in 1983. Some of you may have never, most of you probably may have never saw him play or even heard of him. Now, this is one of the problems that I think the Bengals need to address. So we've said this before. There is no ring of honor. There is no Bengals Hall of Fame. When we go down to PBS, there are pictures of former players, Ken Riley's one of them, walking around the inside of the stadium. That's it. That's the only acknowledgement that the Bengals organization gives to their former players. And to me, that's got to stop. Because one, like I said, Ken Riley's fifth in NFL history for interceptions. That alone right there is good enough to at least get you in the conversation of being in the Hall of Fame. But the Bengals, for some reason, when you're done playing for them, not that they forget about you, but they just they don't do anything. I mean, like I said, there's no Ring of Honor. There's no Hall of Fame. I mean, the Ring of Honor should be the easiest thing to do. You take one of the rings in the middle that goes around the stadium, paint it orange, Put the players' numbers up there, or names up there. Put the years they played and honor them. Ken Riley's name should be hanging in Paul Brown Stadium. Ken Anderson's name should be hanging there. Anthony Munoz, the only Hall of Famer the Bengals actually have. But you wouldn't know that because they don't say anything about it down there. So that's one of the things where I think the Bengals have got to do a better job of promoting their team and their history of of. The great players that we have had in this. And that, I think, is one of the reasons why the Bengals have such a hard time getting their players into the Hall of Fame. We've only got one. I mean, there should be at least three, I think. Ken Anderson, um, Anthony Munoz, and Ken Riley. I mean, I'm sure there's others, but those are the three to me that should be in. And they're not even close. I mean, Ken Anderson, is, they're starting to get some movement for it. I hope he gets in. I'll be surprised. Ken, Ken Riley should be in, but I don't see that happening. But the thing is, if you look at what all these other teams do, like unfortunately the the uh, the Sucky Niners and the and the Pittsburgh Squealers, these guys 
They all got their own, own Hall of Fames. They got uh, rings of our, yes, they've won way more Super Bowls than we have. Yes, that's granted. But there's other teams that do this as well, that have more players in the Hall of Fame, and they're, they give acknowledgement to their history. And that's one thing that the Cincinnati Reds do better, way better than the Bengals do. We got the Reds Hall of Fame. They, they just redid it last year. Um, there's always something new down there at the stadium for when we can go back to the stadium, you know, for the fans to go check out. Paul Brown Stadium looks exactly the same as it did in 2001 it opened up. Um, I think we got a new Jumbotron, and we have field tur- turf instead of grass. Other, other than that, everything else looks exactly the same. And to me, the fan experience has got to get better for the Bengals and, and, and their fans and, and to help us have pride in our history, you know, because we do, it's not all bad. In the 70s, they were good teams. They just unfortunately had the stupid squealers in our same division, and they were pretty good. But we did have success then, and we had very, very good players that should be recognized. And I really do think that the Bengals need to do this. I mean, I know they've finally gotten into the 21st century, and they're getting better at their social media, which also I think helps promote the team and promote the organization. But they need to do something for the former players and promote them and bring them back into the fold. You know, so us fans, it's like some fans who've never got to see them play can can find out about them. And you can re- learn the history of your team. Like the Reds. If you're a Reds fan, you know the history of the Cincinnati Reds. Everybody knows. They talk about it all the time. Bengals, we don't really talk about it. And there is good history, you know. There are great players that have played for the Bengals and put on those stripes. And those guys need to be recognized. And I think it's about time that Mike Brown and, and Katie started recognizing them. I mean, I understand the Hall of Fame, to, to build one, it's going to take a little while. But a ring of honor. Come on. How hard can that be? You got the stadium. Like I said, paint one of the rings orange, put their names up there with the years they played, and have a day for them. You know, that's what needs to happen, I think, this year. And that should happen this year. That could happen this year. Now, I know I've said they bought uh, Hilltop uh, Concrete across the street. And I'm hoping that's where they're going to build their uh, practice bubble, which they've needed that for a while. Hopefully, they got enough room. Maybe they could put a a Hall of Fame there or something. Either way, it needs to happen. And I, I just think that... The Bengals are actually trying to do stuff. They're trying to promote their team. This is something else that they need to start doing to, like I said, give give pride, give give the fans pride and stuff in our history because there are good players and we shouldn't forget about them. Ken Riley is going to be very missed. He's a very nice man, very good football player, and I want people to remember him and know who he is. I bet just some Bengals fans probably never even heard of him because they weren't alive when he played. So, anyway... Okay, so, moving on to uh, Major League Baseball. All right, the owners came back with a proposal. I don't care. I'm sick and tired of proposals. I don't understand. NHL, they've, they're going to play. NBA has figured it out. They're going to play. And none of them argued about money. <laughs> the only one that argues about money is baseball. And... For these, there's some owners that I've heard are okay with not playing the season at all because they think they're going to lose money. Okay, well, if you don't play the season at all, you're going to lose even more money. (laughs) So if you're worried about losing money, I would think you'd want to get back to playing baseball as soon as you can so you can get some money coming in. 
But what do I know? I'm just a guy with a YouTube channel who's missing baseball like crazy. So anyway, here's the the new proposal from the uh, owners. ESPN's Carl Ravage uh, tweeted it out. He said MLB has proposed to the players 75 a 75% prorated salary, a 76 game season, playoff pool money, no draft pick compensations for signing players, and the season would finish. September 27th, postseason would end at the end of October. Sounds like a bunch of numbers. Mumble jumbo. I don't care. I've said it a million times. Just figure it out. I don't know why everybody else can figure it out and come back and play. But you guys keep squabbling. And the thing is, if you don't get it done by this week, there's probably not going to be enough time <laughs> to have a season even worth playing. We're in June. June. <laughs> the season should be half over by now. So we got to get it together. These guys have got to stop arguing over money. And I'm sorry. I understand there's a pandemic going on right now. But the players, when they say that they're risking their lives, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Quit saying that. You're not risking your lives. You're playing the least contact sport in all of them. Okay? You're going to be fine. Now, the part that is irritating me is... Okay, the, the owners don't want to open up the season without fans. Okay, that's fine. Pretty much everything's opening up, you know. So I don't understand why us fans cannot be given the choice to make our own decision if we want to go to the game or not. You know, if we want to go to the game and take a chance of risking our lives to get the coronavirus, why can't we be given the choice if we want to go to the game or not? Just saying, it should be up to us. Not Major League Baseball, not the governors, not the government, none of that stuff. It should be our decision. If we want to go, we can go. Why Why is that such a hard thing to figure out? I mean, it's June. It's 90-something degrees right now. Most viruses don't survive in this kind of weather. It's when it gets colder. And it doesn't seem like the NFL is even worried about <laughs> social distancing our fans or anything like that. I think they're going to let us decide if we want to go or not. And I think the majority of football fans, we want to go watch football. Baseball fans, we want to go to the games. We want to watch them. So I can fix this pretty easy. You guys are worried about ha- owners are worried about having games without fans. Let us go to the games. Let us make the choice if we can go or not. It is America, right? I thought we were supposed to have our own choices. You know, just just a thought. I don't know. But you know, like I said, I'm just got the YouTube channel. Voice of my opinion. <laughs> All right, here's some Facebook groups that I help run. And you guys have been awesome. Our Facebook groups have just shot up, especially Bengals Nation. You guys are doing great. Um, so if you're watching the show, join join these groups, and they're fun discussions to have. Uh, we discuss all kinds of stuff. It's kind of amazing how much stuff we do actually discuss when there's no sports going on. But anyway, they are Bengals Nation, Reds Country, Bearcats Country, and Cyclones Country. Now do me a favor. If you are listening to me on the podcast, and it's an Apple podcast, give me a five-star review. And if you're on Facebook or YouTube, I mean, I got 575 subscribers. That is awesome. We're going up. Let's get to 600 as fast as we can. It's a Monday. Weather is wonderful. Go outside and enjoy it. Well, watch me first and then go outside and enjoy it. Other than that, that's your sports, baby. Tell all your friends about me. See you guys.